1: Coming up on Taking Stock, we're going to take stock of the aerospace industry. We're going to take a look at Boeing. For example, Boeing announcing today billions of dollars worth of new orders for aircraft and maintenance plans at the Farnborough International Air Show.
2: We're going to be speaking with Howard Rubel from Jeffries. He's an Aerospace and defense electronics analyst. He's going to tell us about all that and more when it comes to the skies. I'm going to fly right over to Charlie Pellet now. He's in the Bloomberg newsroom with a Bloomberg Business Flash.
0: And uh, thank you very much, Kathleen Hayes. Thank you, Pim. Boeing shares they're advancing right now by one and a half percent. BA's the ticker. It is at one thirty two oh four. Stocks are climbing. S and P 500 index a trading at a record, very close to a record now, up ten points, back at twenty one thirty nine. A gain there of 5 tenths of 1%. Stick around for the close. Will the SP 500 index be hitting a record? Dow Industrials up 101 to 18,247, a gain there of 6 tenths of 1%. The NASDAQ Composite Index up 38 points, 49.95. NASDAQ did trade above 5,000 right now, up by 8 tenths of 1%. Tenure down 20, 30 seconds, yield there 1.42%. And we've got gold down 370 the ounce to 12, uh, 13. a drop there of three tenths of one percent we are just about 30 minutes away from Alcoa's results what should we be expecting that question for Anthony young he's a metals and mining analyst with Macquarie he was our guest just about an hour ago right here on Taking Stock.
3: Well, I mean, this quarter is somewhat unique given the split that the company is going to be occurring at the company. So uh, the split will play a major factor in this earnings release. Um, investors will be looking for further details on that. But then also fundamentally um, trying to figure out, you know, what's going on with the aluminum business and what's going on with the downstream or their industrials business and looking at the um, drivers that are impacting that and the profitability that they're able to generate Rate in those two companies once they split.
0: And again, Alcoa after the bell shares up now by 2.1%. Recapping, S&P up 10, a gain of 0.5%. 3.32 on Wall Street, now the other stories making news.
4: Thank you, Charlie. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Jill Schneider. This news update is brought to you by the Jeep Grand Cherokee, the most awarded SUV ever. The Grand Cherokee continues to raise the bar with its luxurious interior and legendary 4x4 capability. Drive one at your local Jeep dealer today. The U.K. will have a new prime minister by Wednesday night. David Cameron says he will offer his resignation to the Queen. The next prime minister will be Home Secretary Theresa May. The parents of the Dallas police shooter are speaking out after the deadly ambush that killed five police officers. James Johnson told the website, The Blaze, he shocked by what his son did. I love my son, all my heart. I hate what he did. Micah Johnson's family says he never showed signs of hatred for certain groups of people, but that he hated injustice. Indiana Governor Mike Pence says he's ready to help Donald Trump transform America. Pence is set to appear with the presumptive Republican nominee at a fundraiser in Indianapolis tomorrow.
0: This country is facing great challenges at home and abroad. I think we need strong leadership supporting our troops, strong leadership to get this economy moving again. We need clear-minded leadership to make common-sense conservative appointments to the Supreme Court of the United States. And and I'm prepared to make that case uh, anywhere across Indiana and anywhere across this country that Donald Trump would want me to.
4: For the second time this year, Manhattan Henge will make its appearance starting tonight. The solar spectacle is created when the setting sun aligns with the city's street grid, creating a ray of light between the buildings. Every street that runs east to west will be cast in a warm glow just after 8 p.m. Global News 24 hours a day, powered by more than 2,600 journalists and analysts in more than 120 countries. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Jill Schneider. Charlie?
0: And we thank you. And again, recapping, we do have equities trading higher. S and P 500 index up nine to 2139. That is a gain of 0.4 percent. I'm Charlie Pellet, and that's a Bloomberg Business Flash. This is Taking Stock with Pim Fox and Kathleen Hayes on Bloomberg Radio.
2: Boeing growing more optimistic about airplane orders, increasing its long-term forecasts on the expectation that demand for air travel will be expanding around the globe, led by China and other developing countries. Here to discuss this is Howard Rubel, senior equity research analyst for aerospace and defense electronics at Jefferies here in New York City. Howard, welcome to the show. William. Well, it is interesting that uh, you know the I think that the the Figure, of course, that Boeing is looking at, $5.9 trillion over 20 years. That's a lot of money and a lot of airplane orders. But the fact that China and developing countries are going to be leading it.
3: Not totally. It's, It's been really a continuation of a trend. I think we've all forgotten there's a large and growing middle class in China.
1: Howard, I wonder if you could speak a little bit more broadly, uh, about the Farnborough Air Show, uh, which actually closed early, uh, today because of a torrential a downpour. What's at stake there? I mean, taking place in Britain, and wonder if you could give us your thoughts about Brexit, the UK industry, and orders for these international companies.
3: Oh, well, that's a mouthful.
1: Yeah, well, I, that's why I give it to you.
3: Just, just take,
2: take a bite at a time.
3: Oh, I will. Well, uh, I'm, I'm dodging that bullet, but um, first I'd say that Brexit is an unfortunate event, but um, and it creates a little bit of friction for air travel. Um, but but I'm not sure it's going to be you know a, a big calamity over the long haul. I mean, if we look at UK air travel, it's about two and a half percent of global traffic, and if if you assume um, it takes uh, maybe ten percent out at worst, it's just a couple percentage points of loss. Um, second, what happens is it does make it cheaper to manufacture in the U.K., and over time, whether it's um, Boeing or Airbus or, or, or whomever, um, Britain will become a bit more of an export economy than than it's possibly been. And maybe the last point I'd make in terms of Brexit that's unfortunate, you know, in terms of friction, um, it just now means um, the Brits will have to be in the same line going to the E.U. as the Americans. <laughs>
2: Well, a little more competition maybe, but it's interesting uh, that uh, what the came out of the air show this year is the industry broadly expecting fewer aircraft orders, where Boeing's talking up the, at least the longer-term uh, view. Is that consistent?
3: Yes, I think so. I mean, we, we have uh, down orders this year. I mean, when, when you have a seven-year backlog in some categories, it, it's hard to, um, you know, wait. I mean, airlines wanna be patient, they want to target deliveries, they wanna see exactly what their fleet fleets are and and it's really a smart idea not to necessarily buy a twenty or twenty five year asset based on one year's worth of business.
1: Howard what is your thought on investing in Boeing at the present time? I think the stock is down about five, five and a half percent so far this year.
3: Yes, um it was at, it, it is but um it's actually it was actually up in the last quarter despite all the volatility and beat the market just a shade. Um I we like it longer term. Um I mean, we have it as a buy. I think the um you know, they've had a couple of events this year that have been unfortunate. The biggest has probably been um you know, miss you know, missing um, costs on the KC 46 tanker, but I think they have those risks understood. There's a substantial uh, free cash flow going forward um, as the company continues to go down on the uh, improve on the learning curve on building the 787, and the model mix works in their favor.
2: So, in terms of um, the the, the the health of the company the the bottom line the revenues where is boeing in its cycle now i grew up in olympia washington so i remember when boeing was fully ensconced in washington state and of course it's it's spread its operations around the world where is it now
3: well still the vast majority of production is is in um, is in seattle and of course all 737s are built there today um, there's a, a split w- between South Carolina and um, Everett for the 787s, and I think that's frankly, you know, healthy. You create a little bit of sibling rivalry, rivalry, if you want to call it that. Um, the the ability of Boeing to now source from more places is good. But I also think what's happened has been that, uh, with recent wage agreements and other factors, uh, the company is now in a position to actually do more uh, buy, excuse me, do more make inside than buy. Um, The productivity of the IAM is terrific, and it's and it's making uh, people outside have to step up their game in order to sell to Boeing.
1: Howard, I was noting over the weekend that there have been, of course, many changes inside the aircraft, uh, extended American Airlines uh, premium uh, economy uh, sections. The, uh, the, the companies that make the, the equipment that go into the planes, uh, are, are there any that you think uh, investors uh, would benefit from owning?
3: Well, we don't have a buy on BE Aerospace, but they are the premier provider of seats and cabin interiors. They have a leading share of galleys. And I do agree with you, Pim, that um, as airlines have become more full, Um, Load factors average 80% or more in many cases. People realize there's no such thing as a free seat where they can leave their stuff and work, and they have to pay for it. And so what better way to do it uh, than um, to offer better comfort with seats? And that's been a big effort by both Boeing and Airbus, but also by BE Aerospace to do it right.
1: Thank you very much for spending time with us. Howard Rubel, he is a senior equity research analyst, aerospace in the defense electronics industry, and a managing director at Jeffries & Company. You're listening to Taking Stock, and this is Bloomberg.
2: This is Taking Stock. I'm Kathleen Hayes along with Pim Fox, and we're going to be finding out next how to make some income in a low-yield, low-growth environment.